Hello, this is Anna Murray, and you are listening to the Small Business Coffee Break Podcast, a podcast that is intended to help small business owners by providing encouragement, information, and tools needed when running your own business. As a small business owner myself, I know that the help I've received from others along the way has made a huge difference for me in my business, and I am still learning and growing. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today. I am glad you're here. Before we get started, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss an episode. Hey everyone, in today's episode, I will be talking about some things to consider when naming your business. It seems like a simple thing to do when I dedicate an entire episode of a podcast to it. Well, simply because it's not that simple. So this is how it started for me. I knew what my business was going to be, and I knew what I was going to do. And I remember with all the excitement and the anxiousness of making this leap into the own your own business, this whole solopreneur thing, which I love that versus entrepreneur, because I'm both. Anyway, so my head was spinning with ideas of how I was going to run the business. I was doing all the things that I'd been told to do, writing out my business plan, I had a one-year plan, three-year plan, and I had a five-year plan. It seems like yesterday, and for all practical purposes, it was, but it's been about four years. Anyway, another time for that. When I had to really make a decision on naming my business, I, I I knew that it was important, and it was important for a couple of reasons. You know, I, I wanted to make sure that the, the name would be one that I was proud of. It was something that would roll easily off the tongue, if you will. It would be easy to remember. It'd stand out. And one that I would still like many years down the road, because this was not going to be a one or two year, let's see if this works. I wanted this to be something that I could build and build on. So... The other thing that I actually considered when I was naming my business was what is my logo going to look like and how do I incorporate the name into the logo? So, you know, all those fancy brands out there, they can, they don't even have to have the name of their business associated uh, at the same time, excuse me, not associated, but they don't have to have their name with the logo of their brand. People learn the logo and they know who they are whether they see the name or not. That's what I wanted. But anyway, with all that being said, and the fact that I can kind of ramble a little bit, so I hope you guys are patient with me because I like to ramble, and I love making connections with things I've learned with stories because it just it makes it, more, it makes it more real. It, it makes it less textbook. So let's dive into 11 things to consider when naming your business. Now, these are things that I researched, I found online, uh, and I talked to other people. So, narrowed down a bunch of the different things, and I'm not going to dive into them real deep. I just want to give you some ideas to think about. So, don't worry. I won't spend a lot of time on each one. All right, let's dive in. First thing is, what do I want the name to accomplish for my company? I said before, will my name stand out in the crowd? Well, the name of the business, right? Do I have a particular niche that I'm trying to reach? 
do I like, do I own a restaurant or is, is it a restaurant bar or is it a bar with small food offerings? Is it a food truck? These are different. They seem similar, but they are different. Even though I'm not a restaurateur, I consider the fact that when I'm looking online at a restaurant, I, I get a feel for what it is almost immediately in the name or with an association of the words within the name. So anyway, consider if your restaurant or your business is family-friendly, kid-friendly, or if it's not. So again, what do you want the name of your business to accomplish for your company? Okay, give that some thought. All right, number two. Will the name of the company be too limiting? So, what I mean by that is, can I expand my offerings or my listings of services under this name? So, the example I have is, if you're in the clothing business and you start a line of everyday wear for young adults, once you grow, can you, with that same name, expand your business to include, say, formal wear or or possibly infant clothing? Can you simply add the words formal or baby or infant, something like that, to the end of your name when expanding the line? Trust me, when I began my business, my focus was on managing social media accounts for local businesses. That was it. I didn't, I didn't even in my, my three and five year plan, I had not considered all the things, even though I told you I did the research, I know, go ahead, it's in your mind, it's in mine too, as I give you these tips, which is the whole reason for this podcast, because my goodness, the things that that come to your mind later. All right, back on track. When I, like I said, when I began my business, it was all about managing the social media accounts for local businesses. I did not take into account that I would be asked if I could also create or manage websites. And eventually, I got into print marketing materials. You know, posters, mailers, brochures. And once I felt I had a better handle on all the offerings that I had, I decided to add the word marketing to my business name. So what began as Sundance Expressions is now Sundance Expressions Marketing. So, again, consider what will the name be and is it too limiting? All right, let's get to number three. Does the name make sense for my business? So, does the name imply what you are selling or what service you're providing or is it too vague? Now, granted, Sundance Expressions was not the strongest for the marketing world which I really didn't see myself as a marketer. I was more of a social media manager, but I totally get it. I am into marketing for other people's businesses. Hello, I know, right? It took me a little while to wake up, but I did. And when I had that confidence to call myself a marketer, I added marketer, excuse me, marketing to my name of the business. So again, (laughs) I didn't have that business name that was really clear. It didn't tell people that I was providing a marketing service. It does now, and that's the big deal. So, 
Luckily, people knew me. I was able to tell them what I did. Word of mouth spread, and I was pretty fortunate in that way. But now I don't want to leave that open to anyone to figure out on their own. So I added it. Okay, so remember, number three is, does the name make sense for my business? All right. Number four, is the name easy to remember? So I chose Sundance Expressions because I started my business in the town where I live. And interestingly enough, so many people know of my dog Sundance because I post on social media a lot with my dog. She is a golden retriever. I run. She runs with me. We always do the post-run selfie. So living in this town for a while, 20-something years, knowing people in different facets of not just friends, but also through, you know, them owning businesses, et cetera, et cetera. So it was that whole name association. It's not unusual for people to say hi to me in town, like personally, not on Facebook, but personally, and then ask me how my golden retriever is. And of course, I love this. But more importantly, the connection of the naming fit me perfectly. Now the fun part is I get asked, can Sundance do, you know, fill in the blank now, for my business, can Sundance help promote this sale? Can Sundance, and I love that. So I've updated my online presence with Sundance Expressions Marketing to fill in the gap from when I started the business, like I'd said earlier, to help others know, you know, more quickly what it is that Sundance Expressions was all about. So remember, is the name easy to remember? Even though a little bit later we're going to talk about, oh, you shouldn't name your business after your pet. Well, sometimes it works out. All right. Number five. Is the name of your business easy for people to spell? This is one that may seem obvious. But consider all the quirky social companies out there creating business names. I would suggest staying away from special characters or hyphens. Again, it's a preference that <clears throat> excuse me, I go with. Um, I feel like it can make it more difficult for your business to be found in online searches. But ultimately, it's a decision that you need to consider for yourself and how your business will be seen, searched for, etc. So just remember, spelling is important. Is it easy to spell? You definitely want your, your business to be easy to find through those search engines. Okay. All right, I'm going to take a quick break because remember I told you there were going to be 11 tips. That was number five. What I'd like to do is share one of my favorite organizational tools. In the last episode, I shared how I use Google Sheets in my business. With the majority of my business, my business, what kind of, I need to work on that. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. With the majority of my business being run from the computer, utilizing online capabilities of Google Sheets is extremely beneficial and efficient for me. And as you may know, I can access information that I've stored in Google Sheets from my computer or my iPhone or my iPad, wherever I am. The really nice part is I don't even need Wi-Fi if I'm using my phone, and I have a signal, of course. This has been extremely helpful since I also don't like carrying a lot of papers and files in a briefcase. I actually don't own a briefcase anymore. I carry everything in my backpack. That's for another day. 
So my tip for organization today is just the opposite of what I just described. You know, not using or carrying around paper. At this point, I should be laughing at myself just a little. Not hypocritically, well, at least not too much. So what in the world? Well, I'll be the first to admit, I love my printed calendar or planner, as some refer to them. This is where I keep my appointments and reminders. And yes, you can imagine, the appointments are also on my Google Calendar. But having the ability to open my planner, see the whole month of activities, or better, multiple months, is incredibly useful to me. There's something about that kinesthetic touch of writing down what's going on, when it's happening, erasing when something changes, just having that there, it's, it's, it's good for me. So that's kind of where I'm going today. So the planner helps me with not only what I'm doing today, but also what's coming up and how to methodically plan out my work so that I can be as efficient and productive as possible, especially as a solopreneur. Okay, let's get back into the rest of the tips on what to consider when naming your business. So that takes us to number six. How will potential customers first encounter your name? So this is where a simple spelled name can be easy to find. But if you're choosing a name that has unique spelling, consider how or where your potential customers will see it first. Are you creating an aggressive marketing campaign for a brick and mortar business? Are you getting involved with your chamber of commerce? Are you planning a ribbon cutting? Are you getting involved with sponsorships? So consider, just consider how your name's going to get out there, how your business is going to get out there. Again, I'm not saying you shouldn't have special characters or special spellings. Just consider how first people will see or hear about your business. Okay. I have to step on that. I have to stay there for a minute. I envision these these fun tourist towns that people go to and they're driving down the main street and trying to figure out what store they want to go to because it's a shopping day and and maybe they're not going to go to every store. But does the, the name present how it's sitting on its sign, how it's who needs to come in and is it speaking? Are you speaking to your audience, your potential customers? So just consider that. Okay, I kind of went off there a little bit, but as you'll learn from listening to this podcast, I probably am going to do that a little bit. I'm actually surprised I haven't been uh, interrupted yet in a wonderful way from my golden. She loves to come in and check on me in the office, but anyway, hopefully you'll get to meet her. Okay, number seven, does the name sound good and is it easy to pronounce? Does the name sound good? And is it easy to pronounce? This is something that really stands out to me. What image does someone have in their mind when they see, hear, or read your company's name? Does it provide a positive image? Is it a fun image? Is it serious? Is it supposed to be serious and yet it gives a fun, quirky, you know, angle that you're not looking for? Does it drive your product? Or is it nondescript? Is it just a name of a business? So again, does the name sound good? Is it easy to pronounce? And what stands out visually in your own mind when you hear your name of your business? All right, number eight. 
Is your name meaningful only to yourself? All right, here's the one. So, honestly, industry recommendations say not to name your business after your dog. Well, I broke that rule, and I'm okay with it. Remember these suggestions. Luckily, my dog's name carried more weight than a typical human name. No offense intended to those who name your dogs using human names. I myself have also had a Zachary and a Sammy. Beautiful, wonderful, love those, love those two. My decision to use Sundance as the basis of the naming structure for my business was reinforced by my desire to have a positive feeling name, and I felt including Sundance would convey that very well. And, and to be quite honest, I'm, I didn't want to use my name. So, again, is your name of your business meaningful only to yourself? Remember, these are suggestions. All right, number nine. Is the name visually appealing? Does the logo or the lettering and design structure, does it allow for a good visual? Is it easy to read? I'll be the first to admit that old English script is kind of hard for me to read. I get it, and I can definitely read it, but that's also, it, it gives a different angle. I don't, I don't want to go there because I didn't prepare to go there. Ultimately, I'm just trying to reinforce the need for the logo, for the name to be easy to read. Just things to consider for sure. My logo kind of goes with the name being visually appealing, includes a golden retriever in the body of a sun coming up from the right corner with a blue background. So the color scheme is based on the golden of my retriever and the blue of a western sky. That's what I was going for, just kind of all blended. So again, is the name visually appealing? Okay, number 10. Have I conducted a proper trademark search? Ugh, this is the one. This is the one, you know, you spend all this time trying to, you know, nail down that name, that, that perfect name for your business. You, you know you have it, and then you do a quick search and you find that there are others that already have the name of your business. And, you know, maybe they're in another state, but at the same time, you have to think about the online presence. Is uh, considered is the name of your business similar to another with similar products or services? Now that's a big kicker there. You don't want to get into any kind of infringement. Even though your business may be thousands of miles away from a similarly named business, you could feel the impact when being searched online. All right. So the tip was titled, Have I Conducted a Proper Trademark Search? Trademarks and like business names. Consider those things. All right, and number 11, to use your name or not. That means your personal name. So this is a fun one. The pros and cons usually revolve around the same points. So especially if you're a solopreneur like myself, like when you're using your name, it creates authenticity, no doubt, and it increases a sense of connection personally with your clients. I have some good friends that use their name in their business, and, and that's wonderful. That's for them. I just chose not to do that. 
Using your own name is also simple, and it's you. Your name will be connect, become connected to the business and vice versa. Remember, oh, remember that when you're posting to social media, you are always on. It's like living in a glass house. But don't get me wrong. Some of my good friends, like I said, use their name and their businesses and are very positive on social media. Just something to consider. Now, the other thing is, what if your name isn't that unique? Like if you have a more common name? And what if you ever expand your business or hire employees? Consider your future goals when naming your business. So again, tip number 11, consider, do I use my own name or not? All right, everyone, so let me give you a little story. I want to share a story, so I'm going to share a story. Here's a story of how Sundance Expressions Marketing was named. And like on cue, here comes Sundance herself. You might hear her sweet little golden feet coming in here. She's probably telling me it's time for a milk bone. That is not a promotional, just she loves dog treats. Hmm. All right, so here's the story. I knew I wanted the name Sundance to be a part of the title. So I went old school, and I wrote out the alphabet from A to Z, like I was about to take a quiz in school, you know, back in the day. Can you see my air quotes? Then I wrote Sundance at the top of the page, and by each letter of the alphabet, I wrote a word that began with a letter that represented something about the business I was starting. Since I was starting a business that focused on social media management, I used words that would help, or at least I hoped, would help people visualize writing, energy, visuals, marketing, etc. And it took me a while, and I even asked some family and friends their opinions of the options that I came up with. Once I decided to use Sundance Expressions, I needed to find out if it was already taken. So I did multiple searches and found that the name was available. Bingo! Sundance Expressions it was. And remember, I added the word marketing later to help those who were landing on my, uh, my social media and my website understand more quickly what Sundance Expressions was all about. So, that's the story of naming Sundance Expressions. And of course, I love expressions because... Sunny has the most wonderful variety of expressions, and they are always, and I have to say always, centered with enthusiasm and happiness, even when she's very happy to tell me in a very loud way it's time for a treat. So, okay, now that you've gotten some ideas about how to name your business or what at minimum to consider when naming your business, Be sure to tune in next time. I hope to share with you a little bit more about setting up your business as uh, considering a DBA or an LLC. We'll dabble a little bit into that. And also, I want to go ahead and jump into the social media world as well during that the next episode. And I'll be honest, my business is a DBA, but I'm considering whether or not I should shift it to an LLC. Regardless of all that, tune in next time because I'd love to share with you. And I'm so excited to let you know that in coming episodes, I'll be sharing an interview with you that I have with one of my good friends in marketing. With over 40 years of experience, she knows her stuff, and I'm eager to share her knowledge with you. 
So tune in. The next episode of the Small Business Copy Break podcast, we'll talk about establishing a DBA or an LLC. And remember, I'm going to throw in a few tips about the social media. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Small Business Copy Break podcast. Before you go, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss an episode and send me your thoughts at feedback at sundanceexpressions.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you would, please take a minute to leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Reviews are a way for others to determine if the Small Business Coffee Break podcast could be beneficial to them. Thank you again for joining me, Anna Murray, for the Small Business Coffee Break podcast. I'll see you next time. And until then, be well and do good.